Hi everyone, and welcome to our brand new podcast, The Experience, where me, my co-host and special guest, journey through our experiences through gaming, from the good times to the bad, and what the future holds for the industry. Hi, I'm Jai, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Ryan. Hello everyone. And our special guest today, Chris. Hi. So, firstly, we're going to talk about, we're going to kick this episode off and speak about some positive moments and fun we've had playing video games as well as what goes into it and um why um so uh, and why we got into our favorite video games so um we're going to hop to our host and guests for their opinions um what are your guys's uh, favorite video games and what got you into playing well kind of starting off what got me into playing games it was kind of my brother so he always had a he had all the playstation consoles starting from playstation one and i got into it at playstation three so i'd play some games with my brother um but kind of socializing out like with other people um made some friends from basketball training and stuff like that my first game i played was minecraft i had the game there i played solo and yeah it was it was an odd experience but then we kind of transferred over to call of duty and black ops 2 um, and that was kind of where my kind of gaming, kind of intense enjoyment, intense, mm, no, um, main enjoyment for gaming kind of came in. And yeah, it was almost daily I'd been playing Black Ops 2, um, from just kind of team deathmatch, searching and enjoy. Um, and I slowly started to get into the YouTube side of that as well, just watching people doing sniper clips and stuff. Um, and yeah, that was kind of followed through on to kind of older years of playing games as well. So it's mainly been all the Call of Duties. Um, but Black Ops has definitely been my favourite um, kind of gaming experience as well. Um, I can't remember how I really got into games. I think it was through my love of Star Wars. I remember being such a huge fan of it. Like, I was just everything Star Wars when I was a kid. Mm. And so then, you know, I had my dad say to me, and he was like, oh, they brought out a game for Star Wars. And I was like, what? And I was just, I would just beg for it. And it was Battlefront 2 which came out in 2005 and I played it, I don't know, a year or two after it came out and I was just, I was really bad at it, but I just remember absolutely loving it. And it was some of my earliest memories of um, gaming. Well, yeah, it is my first early memories. I still remember some of like the matches I've had and as like vividly in my head. And from then on, I just grew from like, I grew from just things that I loved to me wanting to try stuff. Like it was always, I got to superhero things as well. There was this incredible Hulk game, which I remember playing. It was like a really, really shit game, but I just absolutely loved the first mission of it. And I just kept playing the first mission over and over and I was loving it. Yeah, it's got me thinking actually, just even before I got into consoles, I was kind of uh, playing on the DS and PSP. I used to play all the Lego games actually. So, even had Lego Indiana Jones, Batman, and I had that in the console as well. Um, and just kind of like Mario and stuff like that. So those are kind of the actual earlier times of gaming that I had as well. It kind of developed me as well. You see, it's made, everyone's got like different stages and stuff. Um, mine's my love for it really started when I was a lot younger. Um, and I was maybe about four or five, and everybody in the room is going to have heart attack hearing this but um the first game i ever played was um on the console anyway was gta san andreas 
Uh, <laughs> I don't know what my mum was thinking. Um, but, I mean, I really just watched my cousins play it. It looked like, it was hilarious, really. Uh, so, that's kind of where I started. Like, yes, just having fun, mugging about on GTA. And uh, I would always go and stay with my other cousins and stuff uh, and play games with, with him a lot of the time. Uh, just weekends, consoles, like just playing split skiing on Call of Duty and stuff as well. Uh, whenever we were old enough to play that. <laughs> Maybe not as young as five this time, but uh, aye, that is the DS as well, as you said. Like, I remember he always had the contact beater. Chip, oh, yeah. is it? Is that what you called it? Like you get like the, oh, the SD card kind aye, of thing. With, yeah. with every game on it ever. Uh, so I, there were some fun memories. Um, I'm just gonna segue on to the next thing, and uh, we speak about uh our current favourites and uh, like why are they our favourites? Um, is this favourite games? Yes. Ever. Well, um, the most, well, the first one that came to my mind is the very first Resident Evil game. Um, I always, I don't know, when you watch horror films, it's always, it's not as intense as playing a horror game, I think, because playing the horror game, you're actually in that situation, and it's the choices that you're making determine how the outcome is going to happen. And one of the very first ones I played was Resident Evil. And it absolutely traumatised me from the setting. Because I was scared easily. I would get scared of my own room if it was dark and watching, like, all these characters, like, all these professional military soldiers get stranded in this giant mansion with zombies, uh, you know, freak out. I was freaking out. They, they had no idea how to do anything. Then, you know, there's all... It's like, when you play it, at kind of like a young age, I think I played it about 13. Absolutely traumatised me to the point where I didn't go back to the game. But playing it when I was older, you kind of realised that um, Capcom were just kind of like fucking geniuses. Because not only are their games like fun and that, they have this whole underplot of corporate distrust. Because if you if you haven't played the Resident Evil games, it's... um this twist that it's this giant pharmaceutical company that actually have trying to be to mutate humans into weapons and um it, it's kind of well it's not as relevant as that but it's definitely thought a lot more now about how giant corporations just kind of have free will and how it's kind of seen to happen right now with them and the whole you know kind of breaching our privacy because they say everything's private but everything is like documented so right now there's like an underlying story within the game yeah it's based on real you, life you, well, you can watch it oh no you can play it as this like just survival horror games mm. or there's zombies and there's a few monsters there's fun puzzles or you can look at it as this whole corporate espionage about how the military will you know degrade humans turn them into killing machines again about the corporate distrust and that and I think it's just like an absolute cornerstone in gaming for because, you know, the puzzles that they had, you know, they get Resident Evil One wasn't really that good of a game. It actually won the Guinness World Record for having the worst ever dialogue in a game, like of all time. Like if you play if you play the game, 
with any sort of a conscience, you will think like, right, it couldn't have been professionals. But it's after you've played it, you, you just look at it and you're just like, that was like an amazing experience. I and suppose though, like, you know a game's good when it's open to such interpretation and it's, it's your own imagination, you know what I mean? So, bit of kind of, I don't know, I was younger, it's a bit cringy, but it's not even based on the game, it was just kind of the social aspect of it as well. So, after I'd been playing COD for a few months now, I kind of got really into it. Um, my pals had kind of, or it was, they'd had it a lot longer because they'd been friends for a lot longer than I was friends with them. Um, they had a wee clan going on, and I don't know why, just kind of watching kind of plays on YouTube and stuff, it seemed like the biggest thing to kind of be part of something. Um, so, just kind of progressing and then kind of getting asked, well, not really asked, just kind of requested to join. I don't know how to put it. I can't really remember kind of how it went about, but just kind of joining. And then I actually made a new account for it as well, just because on PlayStation you can change your username or like Xbox. Um, but yeah, like joining a clan for sniping and trickshotting, it seems like a big deal. Um, because the game so much, but also the social aspect, and just playing with friends was just brilliant. Um, was there a particular favourite, like Call of Duty? Or? Black Ops 2 was the one that sticks out all the time for myself, um, just because that was the most fun I had kind of growing up. Black Ops 3 came out, and I'd got a PlayStation 4 at that time. It was like the set. And it was definitely a change, just because the overall mechanics were just completely different. And it kind of... It changed how you're used to playing. The the guns, not even just moving different, the guns felt different as well. And playing with a new controller, just a whole different experience. Um, but again, you, you adjust, you know, um, and it doesn't ruin, you know, um, the overall, I keep saying experience, but yeah, it, do, it doesn't ruin it at all. Um, but yeah, I'd say after Black Ops 3, probably, is it World Art War 2? I really enjoyed um, World War Two. World War Two. I enjoyed it because it was like boots <laughs> on the ground. Terrible. terrible game. It was, it was boots on the ground. Um, not none of my friends had it actually. It was just kind of me doing solo cod, and um, I had sweated out for diamond on the snipers, and I got it relatively fast as well. It was the game. Um, it was almost like Overwatch. You know the payload, very similar to that. Aye. Um, and you. I learned all the positions that were just brilliant for just getting clips and stuff like that. And the PlayStation 4 was brilliant because you just save clips like that. Um, and I feel like when we kind of went to next gen at that time, although there was no gen as well, it changed gaming quite a bit. Um, and like technology's changed so much as well, but it kind of that's kind of the main thing that kind of stands out to me. Um, just kind of growing up with games. The first Call of Duty I think I played, uh, I think it was Advanced Warfare. I came in quite late. That was, yeah. I, I was a very, very good game. Like that—that's that the one with Kevin Spacey uh-huh. and the, the Exorcist. Yeah. I yeah. fucking loved that man. See, see, as far as like Call of Duty's go, see the ones that took it a different direction and used jetpacks mm-hmm. and stuff. Those are the most fun because it was something fresh. Introduced like, like Cod was already very arcadey and like fun to just yeah. mess about on. Um. And like, it was just fresh. It was fun. It, it was new. Like, you needed to learn how to cope and stuff yeah. like that as well. Like my first experience of Advanced Warfare was P six, P seven. 
didn't have the PS4 then, but my pal had just got it. And I remember going over to his house and just, like, it, it was like, you see when you go to your friend's house and just gaming there just feels so awkward because they're so used to your size of monitor or television yeah. and their their distance as well. If they're on a couch, it just feels awful sometimes. And it also, playing a new game that was Advanced Warfare, just coming, that was after Black Ops 2, I think, wasn't it? Or uh, Ghosts. Ghosts, yes. And I didn't even play Ghosts, actually. Ghosts was good. Um, yeah, so kind of playing Advanced Warfare, I was like, what is this game? Everything felt so slow, but also fast paced with the, like the jetpacks as well. Um, but yeah, like as soon as I got my PlayStation Four, I, I never did touch Advanced Warfare. I said yeah, it wasn't worth it for me. It's the social aspect as well that made a lot of games like that fun because throughout Ghosts, like you will have folk that are like, "Oh, that's a terrible game, like one yeah. of the worst cards ever." Uh, but that's when we probably got into it. Like we already did messed about on like previous cards and yeah. stuff, but we've got a series and actually wanted to become good and have fun. So at the time in school, uh, all our friends, we just go home. You, you pick your games on based on what your pals are yeah. playing. So we'd go home and we'd get private match up and we'd play each other at Search and Destroy over and over and over. We certainly went down pretty much all through summer. Um, and then that's when Advanced Warfare came out and everyone kind of, like, a few of the boys took it serious and ended up going to play, like, Try the hand at game battles and stuff. Uh, they were pretty good. Uh, unfortunately, I never made the cut. <laughs> um, but it was it's still a lot of good memories associated with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably going to get slagged for this as well, but it was the same time I started playing Destiny in Advanced Warfare. Like it was around. Um, I was I was late to that. I was about a year late, but I remember buying it on my birthday, and I literally just sit from. 10 in the morning till 4am and then wake up at 10 again and repeat until I caught up with everyone else playing it, yeah. like my friends, and then we'd go play raids and stuff like that as well, like every Tuesday morning that we set, during summer, I, I'm a bit of heavy sleeper, right, so I enjoy be lying, <laughs> but Tuesday was the only day I'd be up at crack of dawn ready to play because if I didn't get up early enough to play the raid, I would get left behind and have to wait for the next week, so... That's just kind of been my experience for the last nine years now, I guess, yeah. uh, as Destiny is, um, off and on since, obviously, but it's still got that nostalgia associated yeah. with it, to the point where I, I just love it, I love the style of it, just, you know, the gameplay, yeah. really. I smashed a TV over Destiny. Really? Yeah, Destiny 2, it was some giant raid, and uh, it was like one of the hardest... Uh, not hardest, one of the most tedious ones, I can't remember, I think it was on the planet Titan, and took us about maybe actually three or four hours just to get to the end, and I'm staring at the chest, I, I can see the blue cubes, and I'm holding square to loot it, and that lags me out, uh, not no even in an instant, charge up a right hook, <laughs> I just plant my TV into the wall, little fat 14 year old me just playing on my box, just fucking hell. I, I don't know how people, like, especially FIFA players, they just smash controllers, they smash TV. Oh, I've got my best pals. I've, I've got self control, like, I've never gotten to a point, like, I've, I've been angry, but I've never got to a point where I have a, a fit. I don't think it's way. necessarily rage, it's just kind of like, act, deal with consequences later. You didn't really mean it, like, you've been there where you're kind of like, you're doing something, you bang a table, it's sort of like the same, so somebody may have just asked it, like, 
I feel targeted because <laughs> I've, no, I've already had to get a new controller and a new headset. Uh, I've never bought a controller in really? my entire time. You've never played Elden Ring then? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but like on Destiny, I tried Destiny because it was um, it ke- the first one came out for free with PlayStation Plus at one month. Uh-huh. And I, f- I remember downloading it, loading it up, and I can't even think about how the experience was because I couldn't, couldn't get my head around it. I'm just like, what is going on? It's like, it's like Halo and COD and then throw in super abilities and stuff like that. But it's a lot of fun, you know. Like I've experienced a lot of positive moments. Yeah, I, I don't um, think I did one thing on Destiny apart from like get to was it like a lobby you did it you started off in? God knows what was going on. There was, was like a little tutorial area and it was like twenty minutes and then you're Destiny? in. Then you're yeah. yeah. Mine was boggled. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, what is going on? There's no actual good instructions on how to progress. Yeah, it's like so when I played it, it was Peter Dinklage that was voicing the ghost. The ghost, um, and that, that's who he kind of the wee pocket pal was like, "Do you want to go away day?" Like, um. And I just remember my first, like, it was a positive moment as well. Cause it was like, oh my god, this is a whole new world for me to go on and like make my own, like do my own thing, have fun. Um, and I put so many hours into it. Um, like genuinely, it was just positivity. Seriously, the moment I started playing, so like, I got like, one of the rarest or best guns in the game, like my third day, and that just made me more hungry to go. Keep doing like end game activity, high range. That's what like newer games do now as well. You unlock something and it hooks no, it, you in. It, it was it's like, like battle passes, random. but it, when it wasn't battle passes, yeah, it was yeah. like completely random generated like loot. So yeah. like, you had like, a three percent chance of getting this one like, gun, and I got it on a whim like three in the morning once. Like, I was like, so excited to use it that you can't sleep. No, I know. I was so excited to use it, and then went and played. Um. It's Prison of Elders, uh, and that's basically like, it's high like hard content, so you need to be like max level, um, and there was a boss called Skolas, and it took us two hours, um, and I <laughs> that was after like one or two follows from my friends as well. Um, <laughs> we finally got it done, and I just remember showing up and screaming a bunch of expletives of like relief and joy. I just wanted to know if there's any moments that you have for you where you're just just <laughs> overcome by positive emotion yeah. rather than uh, mine's, was, mine's was when I deleted Destiny. Tears of joy. Tears of joy. Um, I know. Over oh, like, like your first hit, your first clip or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of. You see your first trick shot you ever hit. That's like a good one. Like a three sixty. Like you see when your pal's like, oh, I hit my first trick shot, and then you look at the kill cam, and mm-hmm. it's just a 360, and you're just start, you start laughing at them. But like my first ever kind of real trick shot, I was so ecstatic from like the the sense of adrenaline you get just from games. You're sitting down with a control in your hands, but you do something that you think is absolutely crazy. Um, yeah. So my first trick shot definitely kind of going on uh, Fortnite. I'd say. Is, People are going to backlash, but when Fortnite was good, yeah. even I don't even think it was a season one. It was just no, Fortnite. it was a new battle pass. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, was just like Fortnite. season four before <laughs> yeah. they introduced the battle pass. And it was me got my friends into it. I was I was um, PUBG had just came out from the Xbox. Yeah, I was. And I went. I want a battle royale on PlayStation. Searched everywhere. 
and the there's another Save game that was a battle royale. Oh, no, um, but yeah, Fortnite had had that Save the World out, and they were talking. About, oh, they came out with a battle royale on YouTube, and it literally the video came out which like eight hours ago. Right, oh, let's go see if this is a thing. And I loaded it up, and I went, "What is this? This cartoony game? It's gonna be absolute rubbish." And I got my friends down with it as well because I, I didn't want to do it alone. You yeah, know? it's free as well. Yeah, like, why not? Yeah, I said they went, "What's this game?" I went, "It's free. Download it." no questions asked let's just do it all together and see how it is it's a battle royale what's a battle royale I'm like you know PUBG Mobile and well, you know Mobile then but right. you know PUBG get it get it we drop in and we're walking about like absolute noobs as everyone else in the game is as well and just building up and I think it was uh, I think even the second day in the day after we got our first win and that feeling was crazy as well and that gets you hooked mm-hmm. and you're playing the same people are like you're playing so that same game for 20 minutes or 30 minutes of a match and yeah it just gets you hooked and you're you're just aiming for a win each time um but yeah my first win in fortnite i'd probably say is a good experience as well is this my standard yeah, no, experience any other like positive moments from any, any games <laughs> um well i mean i was never any good at trick shots or that i was always kind of the one getting good trick shots <laughs> but um have you played apex legends yes but mine's my first ever, well, my most recent positive experience I can think of was getting my first Elm. And then. Now, what, sorry? Elm. It's like, oh, right, yeah. It's like, um, so you would play these uh, certain characters that had these special abilities. Yeah. And it turns out you could unlock these collectibles that goes on to the characters that are really rare. Like keychains on guns kind of thing. Yeah, but it's like to the character, it would be like a blade that they carry or something else. Is that a portal person that's got a blade? Yeah, aye, she's got a wee kunai or something. But um, no, um, they had the loot boxes and then there's like a 0.1% rate of just packing an album. And people usually poured like hundreds of fucking money into the mm. game. My friend was like 200 levels ahead of me. I was like level... 30 or something yep. and I was just like oh I've just packed this weird thing and he was like what is that I was like it's something red he's like see if you've got an element I'm gonna, I'm coming down to your house I'm gonna fucking kill you <laughs> and I found out there was an element and I got it and I was like that's nice but then when I looked up at it it was like one of the, it's like one of the rarest things you can get and I was like oh right sweet I'm fucking ecstatic now yeah, it's like I feel like the stuff you get so early on that you've never heard about it's it's you play as well like Fever Packs you would go in and you would get like you play like three games a year maybe mm-hmm. and you get like your best players and everything's like you're so lucky and you're like, I don't even know what it is aye <laughs> um I had anything like that oh well kind of unlocking stuff you see my experience in like COD Zombies I've never get Raygun I was so unlucky I was getting Raygun over and over aye, again he's really like two per game like, is, is, is the code in my account or something like what's going on I'd spend so much money what's your favourite zombie maps Dead Rising Tracks Black Ops 3 Oh, that's a good one. Mm. That's a good one. Um, Not even a thought needed to get to that. Just absolutely unbelievable map. I, see, I, I wasn't a heavy zombies go. Um, but when my pals did, you see the one in Black Ops 2 of the bus? And your friend transit. Transit. Like, transit, yeah. transit. Yeah, I thought it was transit. I didn't want to get it wrong. I was always yeah. so scared to run after the like, See if I missed the zombies. bus, I would just stay there. I, yeah, I'm not moving. it was terrifying. Yeah. Um, I always used to hate when I get left alone as well. So yeah. zombies, either really early in the morning or late at night. And you, it, it's and it's experience because you're so young and you're like, what is going on? And then you, you just feel like, to me, you got headset on as well. You just hear sounds. 
Yeah. And you always turn around and see nothing. I ended a round. I heard the laugh and the screech. I, I came off the game. <laughs> My heart, your heart pounded. You keep pausing it. And you're just leaving the room to take a breather, like get some food or yeah, something. Yeah, one of the first time I had his experience with zombies was the Kino Dirt Zone. That is my right. favourite zombie so map by a mile, man. I was at my pal's house and I was playing it, and it was like late at night, and I don't live too far away, I literally live across the mm. street, right? But after after we finished playing that, right? Did you spit on uh, Actually, um, you would never see someone so fat run so fast in their life <laughs> across the street, man. I swear down. I actually just flew across you the street. You say Bolt had no chance. Aye, no. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> Gold medal. Um... Even when you're a bit older, the seat's still a bit on edge, you know? Oh, wait, no. Um, going down caves in Minecraft. Oh, and you've not got torches. Horrifying. And you turn your gamma right up so you can try see, and see as much as possible. I, I don't mind going down or whatever. It's just uh, try to find yourself back up. Is it is it bad that I still kind of find them eerie when I'm in one myself? You know, it's like, see when like you get good at the game. right? You, mm-hmm. get, you know what to look for if it's looking for diamonds, right? And then you get that lab every so often, you're like, right, I can block that up. And then you're even looking for other caves where you're at a dead end, and all you hear is, I mean, where is that in they, your mind? Everywhere. Can't they had these it. horrible wee sound effects when Aye, you watch like, this. Like music on it, but yeah. It's just like how the piano stuff, and it would just be like this. <laughs> and then piano would just Yeah, it's like it's something dramatic about to happen. Yeah, there was always that hero Brian. Oh yeah. I, I stopped playing the game for a while because I thought it was <laughs> I thought it was real. I still think he's real. I think I had that experience. I don't know. Brian. Po- oh, I think shit. it was pocket vision actually. <laughs> I don't know if it was a thing or not. Like your mind plays so many tricks on you. Yeah. And because it's like is it you know how we did perceptual sets? Uh-huh. You know, when you surround your th- your mind and um like videos about hero brain. Uh-huh. I think that had such an effect on me and kinda going into games. Um, on on Minecraft and just you see there was a certain cave you'd look out for and it was there and I remember I, I, I saw the white eyes and I literally chucked my iPad onto the couch and I sprinted <laughs> and um I think I came back and I was killed but I said it was like um yeah it was just like casual but I'm like there was white eyes there was white eyes um yeah it's my pal always used to do some trolling pretending he was here, Brian. Like, he would go and visit and he'd just like... Yeah, when you have permissions. Permissions. Like, like what, we knew, I knew it wasn't real at that point because I was an absolute Minecraft addict. Yeah. As soon as it came out, I went, I was like, I'm a mom, I need Microsoft points. I'm like, what? Let me There was a... Trust me, get me in, please. There was a YouTube series of a guy and he'd, like, get kids on Minecraft. That and sounds very... Not like that. Whoa. Not like that. It was, like, just content creation, okay? But that we're talking about like the people that are like re- trolling videos, just trolling videos, yes. those type of people. They would have permissions and stuff like that. And like, you know, when there's like TNT, some kids' house yeah. and stuff like that, and they scream. There was a hero brain one that used to absolutely get in it every time. Just like hearing like this wee like eight year old just scream <laughs> for their mum over Xbox chat. They, those were good videos, man. So I believe we're coming to the end of episode one. Um, we hope that brought back some good memories for you um if you'd like to share your own please don't hesitate to comment below or reply to the tweets or anything like that just interact with us on social and we will pay attention to them and maybe even read them in the next one to see um well bring back more memories i guess for us and 
have more fun. Um, uh, does anyone have any finishing notes? Not really. Um, but yeah, no, definitely great bringing back some experiences because I've not not really brought back in them in a good long time now. So yeah. Um, Destiny's a scam. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But thank you very much for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time.